Yo, 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 welcome to the new OGs. This is Tone. And Nate. And we're missing Les today, but he'll be with us one of these days shortly. Yeah, um, and we're, we're the new OGs. Time. Welcome to episode 025 of our podcast. 025. We 25 in? It's almost yeah, we, 30. That's, that's quarter of the way, so quarter to 100. Um, I know it's been a while since you heard from us. Uh, life just happened to take its path, and we got to you know take care of that as it comes, um, whatever the circumstance is. But, Nate, what's up with you? How's everything been? Uh, everything's great, man. Um, taking advantage of this this time, um, this this extra time that I have where I'm not, you know, currently working or doing anything in those regards, but being able to just create more and do more. So I'm taking advantage of this time and having a lot more time to spend with uh, my fiance, having a lot more time to like spend with my family, you know, FaceTime and different individuals, just checking on people, seeing how they're doing. Absolutely. Um, so. It's been a blessing for me, you know, despite all of the negative things that are happening right now. So um, it's been pretty good. I, I can't complain. Um, I'm definitely hoping for this to end soon, though. Um, but I'm also taking advantage of uh, every day. So um, absolutely. Yeah, that's how it's been for me. How about you? Everything been good. Um, so by the time you guys get this pod, you know that um, we're going through a world pandemic with COVID-19 a.k.a. the coronavirus, a.k.a. the Roni, a.k.a. whatever you guys call it, wherever you are. But um, I've been well. Uh, I'm fortunate to still be able to work, even though I don't want to be out in the elements. But with my job, I'm kind of isolated, minus the people I work with. Um, like you said, just trying to capitalize on the time we have because we don't have much of it when mm-hmm. it comes to, you know, us as a unit, when it comes to us as people, you know, you know, me and my, you know, myself and even yourself, we're, we're always out and about and busy. So, um, we just got to find other ways to capitalize on doing that. Um, trying to stay healthy, trying to do whatever I want while being healthy and cautious of the people that I'm around, the people I'm going to be around. So, you know, you got to add a step of, you know, precautions because my mother is one of the 1% that are highly affected by, um, this virus. So I just got to be careful of who I'm around when I'm around, you know, taking all the precautions with her because she does have a respiratory problem because she has uh, emphysema mm. and uh, COPD. So because she's a uh, previous smoker, but I think she's like 12, 13 years um, since she's st- actually stopped. But uh, so, yeah, she's one of them people that I try to try to be cautious whenever I'm hanging around people or trying to even be around. So this is a perfect time for me to show my introverted behaviors and just be out of the picture. But other than that, like I said, I'm good, blessed, I'm alive, healthy, um, and just trying to get it popping, you know? Yeah, that's the blessing, too. Like, for all everybody that's an introvert, like, we ain't really tripping right now. Um, it's actually kind of, like I said, it's kind of chill being having to be in the house. And, you know, it's like I'm cool with being alone. You know, I have my fiance there, obviously my dog, and I love being around other people. But at the same time, I'm not tripping when it's just me mm-hmm. at the house. I'm actually kind of like, I'm straight. Sometimes I actually prefer it. My fiance actually believes that I'm not a, a introvert because I'm so social. Like I'm, I'm a social butterfly when it comes to that, but it's only because I force myself to do it to get out of that window. But she never understood that I don't mind being alone. I don't mind being in a house. I don't mind being. But it took my little brother to prove to her that that's really who I am. Yeah. I, I prefer not to be around people. I prefer to be at home watching TV, you know, doing what I do best. But to her, she just sees me interact with everyone. So she just thinks that I'm just out there and I'm just 
But I mean, I'm a happy person. I just choose not to be around people all the time. Yeah, same, same. I don't mind people. I've actually become a lot more. I've stepped a lot more into my extrovert, you know, mm-hmm. over the last like year or so, especially when speaking and stuff. But I'm super cool with going back to the house, making some food, and just it just being me and Nipsey. <laughs> Facts. I'm super cool with that. So, so are you feeding into this hype, like uh, all the craziness that's going on as far as the hysteria that's come around with the coronavirus? Uh, not really. Um, I'm definitely taking all of the 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 requirements and precautions that the CDC is putting out there. Like, I'm definitely serious about taking those precautions, but it's like things like washing your hands, you know, and, and keeping that distance. It's like, I feel like I've been doing that on a regular. Like, I'm not trying to stand around people that are coughing or sneezing. I'm not, um, I'm not really trying period. to be in other people's space. Facts. I've always been washing my hands. I've been a germaphobe for... I can't even count how long. So the hype, I'm not playing into the hype because it's all like negative hype. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, man, we got to we gotta put a different message out there because it's driving people um, insane. It's driving, yeah, it's driving people insane. And, and mental health issues are increasing and people are having high anxiety. And the hype is just, it's too much. Like you, as soon as you turn on the TV, it's just, you know, coronavirus and red and, and, and just every channel was talking about it and it's kind of wild actually like it's, it's super wild that it's just that way man and it's scaring people man you know so I, I don't buy into the hype again i take it serious i believe it's a serious matter but i feel like the hype will also kill you and, and cripple you from whatever you were progressively doing so i try to stay away from it and i don't really buy into it that's why i'm not stressed about what's going on again i'm cautious we got our house stacked I'm checking on family, making sure people are good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm doing the necessary steps to make sure that I'm good. But at the same time, I'm not waking up stressed out and, and worried. I'm kind of like, all right, today's, you know, I'm focused on today. What can I get done? Who can I bless? How can I relax a little bit? How can I get my mind right? And that's how I'm rolling around with it. Um, but how about you? Um, I'm pretty much on the same page as you. Uh, I've been pretty, I'm pretty diligent when it comes to the germs and everything. Um. Like I said previously, I'm just trying to be cautious on everything that I'm doing and with the people who I'm around because I, I do have someone in that 1%. But like you said, I've been to the gym before. I've been washing my hands. I've been wiping down equipment at the gym. I've, I've, I've been doing this. So for everyone that's getting all crazy about it, I, I don't understand. Um, This is stuff that we learned when we were young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say we, but I know in my household and my family and my friends, we, we always been like that, like, I remember the days that we used to drink together. Like some of us didn't even drink off the bottle; we poured it in the cup, you know. So it's always been stuff like, like that. So I'm not worrying about this shit, but um, I'm worried about it, but I'm not. Um, I'm not trying to let it control my life. Like you said, I I don't really turn on the news. I kind of do it to just I'll read like the some of the articles or I'll check it out on social media just to see what's going on, just so I'm you know educated because I am in the military and stuff like that. Um, we get a lot of that too, but for the most part, I'm just trying to combat it in a perfect way um you know when i do go out out and about with people the first thing i do is come home strip my clothes off throw them in a washer Mm. um i do that uh when i am around people you know as soon as i get home from work taking the work clothes off throwing throwing them in a washer i'm showering as soon as possible i'm you know just keeping up with the hygiene but i'm kind of a little more over it because i said like i said sorry to keep repeating myself i have someone in my family that's in the one percent that i see on the regular um but I think it's weird um, that the coincidences that are happening with this new abrupt, you know, uh, virus that has come out. Um, 
like Bill Gates talked about this four or five years ago at one of his TED Talks. Yeah. Um, but did you see that he previously just stepped down as the board of directors of Microsoft after yeah. him and his foundation with his wife, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, tried to patent the COVID-19 um, a couple weeks ago? So when you start seeing your top 1% of, of the world, the richest people start capitalizing on this, you know that this is something real that people are are starting to realize and trying to capitalize on because you know in in the world that we live in the capitalist world that we live in especially the united states you see that these one percent will try to capitalize on anything so how do you feel about that and when did you realize like this was starting to become a real serious serious matter um in regards to that it's just it's a lot of underlying stuff that always looks shaky to me when the elite get together so I'm not surprised at anything I'm seeing. I'm also not surprised at the video. None of it's a coincidence to me. Um, I'm not like a conspiracy theorist either. I just believe that, you know, I in my mind it's pre-planned, you know, but I also don't want to get deep into that whole conspiracy thing either. Um, but I knew it was a real deal when they started canceling uh, the major major sports. Like when they canceled the NBA that was crazy. and shut that down, that's when I knew it was real because, you know, certain things just don't shut down, like, like that. So when they canceled the NBA, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, way serious. Way more serious than I thought it was. And um, not that I wasn't taking it serious before that, but that's when it hit me, like, oh, this is the real deal. Like, yeah. they about to shut. You shut the league down. They about to shut everything down. And, yeah, a lot of know, sports they started doing that. They started shutting everything down. Um, Our governor, actually, uh, Bill Murphy, actually, last, last night, I want to say, put out a – here in New Jersey, he put out the – closure of all non-essential stores yeah so i get it you know what i mean your your mall shouldn't be open you know because of the gathering thing we can't have what is it more than 10 people in one place yeah um so that's that's down but i don't understand that rule when you have the market open is hundreds of people at a time in the market you know so it's kind of like one of them things like maybe we should stretch it thinner where you open some of these stores so people aren't gathering all in one place because I, I get it, the essential stores need to be open, but the non-essentials, like um, like your vitamin shops aren't going to be open, your GNCs, which I think should be essential places where you, that's where you can get your vitamin C, that's where you can get your vitamin D, that's where you get all the stuff for your maintenance of your nutrition. Mm-hmm. But when you close that stuff down, now everyone has to gather at the market, which I think is like a double-edged sword at that point. You're going to go get stuff that you need essentially, but you're also gathering around two three hundred people if they're all mobbing at the market that's a fact that's a fact that like walmart and stuff be packed with people and in my mind I'm like it was probably more going on here than anywhere else but i still don't understand why people are still grabbing all the toilet tissue all the hand towels i get the disinfectant i guess uh, they uh, assume that it's going to be shut down and there's going to there's not going to be anymore but they're they're hurting the elderly like the people on wick the people are all the people that are affected already that are on government assistance and elderly they can't get out yeah. Because of either their ailments or whatever, like these people are buying three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I seen even a cart full of toilet tissue at one point. So I'm yeah. like, what about everyone else? Like, and then they're trying to resell it. It's just nasty. Nah, it's it's very nasty. Um, and I seen uh, what was it? I seen that I think it's Acme that's doing it. Um, where they're they're keeping the stores open. They're opening the stores early from seven to nine. They put a sign up and they ask. If, um, you know, their normal customer base can allow the elderly to shop during those hours. So pretty much like if you weren't at a certain age level, 
um, they were asking if you can shop after 9 a.m. And they were leaving those early hours just for the elderly because a lot of people don't want to come out during this time, you know, because of risk to exposure. And, and, you know, they're older, so they're at more risk of catching the disease and it possibly killing them. Um, so I thought that was um, a good move by Acme. And I hope that a lot of other businesses that are staying open um, are following suit. I and, did uh, see it at um, the dollar store. The dollar store, I went yes, in and grabbed some grocery essential. bags. Yeah, I saw that at the dollar store that they had, like, uh, also in Acme, they said that um, for cleaning products, toiletries, and stuff like that, that customers, they're not allowing customers to buy more than two to three. So I guess they're stopping them at the register from buying more. Um, but I think that's dope that they're taking that precaution to try to help it, even though they don't got the stuff in stock. So I guess when they get it, you know, it's a slower process. Yeah, I can respect that. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad that they're doing that. Um, I don't understand how the liquor store is a central store, but I, I, my dad kind of explained it to me yesterday. He was like, yo, if people can't get alcohol and they got to sit in the crib all day with other people, they might try to kill each other. So I was like, that ah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah I, I, I get it. Because it's um, like, oh, this is a central. I was like, it ain't really a central. Well, I don't also, know if that's the move. Also, the government taxes alcohol. So I guess yeah. there's a way for them to still try it's to. It's kind of trash. I'm like, oh, bro, <laughs> you're going to leave the liquor stores open so people can get henny and all that stuff it's like if anything that's killing the immune system but that's a whole nother that's a that's a whole nother story yeah, that's a whole that's a whole deeper darker but um but i get it you know what i mean at least the people get to you know relax a little instead of you know sitting in the house on edge or just around each other or you yeah. know at least they, they get to liven up some of their games or whatever they're doing you know whatever yeah, yeah. i mean we we grab some wine so yeah we grab i'm not complaining too. completely but it's like i don't know if that was essential you know what I mean, it's, it's a high tax for the government to the tax. You know what I mean? So, but um, one of our biggest things that we wanted to get into for this episode of our podcast was about routine. With routines, uh, you know, all of us have them, but we wanted to dig in depth about you know what each of our routines are. How did we come about making these routines? You know, why do we have them and why they're in place? What happens if we deviate from them and how can we improve them? So, Nate, I'll let you start off because I know we're both really routined and what we do. But what are some of your routines you do on a daily that you uh, have to do? Your my mandatory routine. Um, it's funny. I was on a call this morning, part of my routine. Um, and, and the person that was hosting a call, we were talking about the Madam C.J. Walker um, little docuseries, which is really good. Um, but she said. Ah, what she said? She said, um, sometimes your best isn't good enough. Mm. She said, sometimes your best isn't good enough. You have to, uh, hold on, I got that joint. Because I thought it was powerful. And it had hit me this morning. I'm like, yo, she shared that. And that made so much sense to me. Hold on, hold on. Don't let me mess this up. I got y'all, I got y'all. Oh, yeah, here we go, here we go. Sometimes your best isn't good enough. You need to do what is required. And I think about that, like, during this time of my routine, it's like, you know, people are like, I'm trying my best, man, to get up and do this. It's like, sometimes your best just really ain't good enough. You got to mm -hmm. do what's required for what you actually want. For me, there's a lot of things that I want to accomplish and want to do. So it, it boils down to my routine. So for me, my routine, it, it's not like some super strict routine. It is flexible, but it's structured. My morning is usually the most structured part because it's like that's when I have my time. I talk with God, so I'm able to get up and pray around 4, 4.35, the latest. And then I jump on like a devotional call with um, Les and my boy uh, Alex, brother O. 
we on there for like 45 minutes to an hour and then i have another call right after accountability call um with uh my my brief university fam and we, we jump on that and then right after that i go you know knock out some other readings i try to get everything done between like that 4 a.m to 8 a.m mm-hmm. 8 30 a.m that's like really significant and going to move the needle forward for me so it's like my reading that i need to get done uh, my writing that i need to get done and all of that is structured into that time even though you know we may be home and stuck and i can sleep in it's like i need to stay on that routine because if not then i'll slack off and i'll 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 it get to the end of the day and I won't have anything done that I really needed to get done. I'll just be procrastinating. And for me, it's like I want to build that routine so tight and those habits so tight that no matter where I am, I can get things done. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. a light switch on and off. And I feel like you got to practice that. It's like it's like training. You want to get stronger at something, you have to consistently do it. So I try to stay on point with my routine. Um, I think it's super crucial, especially during this time, because now that so many people have that that extra free time or whatever, to be home it's like i feel like people want to waste a lot of time just watching movies all day just chilling all day just snacking all day so for me it's like i still need to work out i still need to be on that you know what i'm saying four or five days a week um when i can i still need to get up and write i still need to get up and pray and read and, and connect with certain people and i still need to record videos and create content so it's like my schedule isn't really changing i just now have an extra gap of time where i can actually take advantage and do some bonus work I can work on a book. I can work on my other podcast. It's like it's other stuff I can do now, but that routine is crucial, man. And I feel like um, somebody said this to in a car, and I thought it was powerful. I'm going to talk about this uh, probably later or something. But he said this time is going to create – this time is either going to create legacies or liabilities. And I was like, that's huge right there. Yeah. And people got to really grasp on that because it's like, yo – we have this time now that none of us had before to like really sit and reflect and self-assess and then work on some stuff. And not saying you gotta be working the whole time, you gotta enjoy yourself and you gotta enjoy your time with your family. I do it every day. Yeah. But it's like, yo, this is like, you want everything to stop so you can catch up? This is the opportunity like right now. Whether it's fitness, whether it's finance, you know, whether it's your business, whether you wanna create, like whatever it was, it's like everything stopped and now you have like a small window to catch up and kind of excel so yeah that's what that mass hysteria is, is like kill, killing some of these people that oh, don't have the people. focus that don't people. have the drive um this is a time it's kind of like um i i call this time right now um i don't know if you agree with it but i call this like the new year resolution time um right before the lockdown everyone's talking about oh i gotta stay healthy like i'm seeing a lot of y'all doing these push-ups and they looking real crazy but, Man, but so at least y'all doing them. At least y'all trying. These push-up People challenges. Tagging me stop like, tagging me. Like, I ain't giving y'all three, four hundred. I'm like, bro, you know yo. I be on the workout game. Why you keep tagging? Yeah, yeah. People tagging me crazy. Like, oh, drop and give me twenty. I'm like, yo, I just did three thousand of them People today. Like, yeah, running about that life, like, bro, I've been in so. But many I see a lot of people groups. that's talk, that's talking to talk, but not walking the walk. Um, I hope a lot of you guys out there grinding in silence. Um, I hope a lot of you are really doing what you're saying, but. This is actually a time, like Nate was saying, that your actions have to be, excuse me, your actions have to, you know, mean more than your words at this point. Um, Because once we get out of this, you don't want to be playing catch up. You know what I mean? You don't want to be playing catch up. I know a lot of college kids are on hold right now. Um, I know a lot of high school sports have been canceled. A lot of seniors aren't walking. But start prepping yourself for for the next step. Um, And even people that's on a health journey, this ain't the time to take a break. Um, we're cleared to go outside. Like 
know what I mean? Go outside and go get a little jog on by yourself. Go get a little walk on. Do something active. Stay active. Take your dog for a walk, a longer walk than what you would. Um, you know, spend some time with your significant others. Take them out for a walk. Like yesterday, me and my fiance took the dog out. We, you know, we hauled down a bike path. It was just us three. Um, we saw somebody riding a bike, but no one wanted to really come out, I guess, because it was cold. But, I mean, getting at home workouts, you know, grab your spouse, something, get out of bed, and let's do something. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's do something together. Let's build Let's build relationships. Let's build time. Like you were saying, like, this is going to build legacies or liabilities. Um, we need to really, really do this. So, with my routine, like, I, I work a pretty scripted life. Um, I work 10 to 12 hours a day. And then um, once I wake up in the morning, I kind of, I don't really wait. Before this, I woke up two hours early than what I would. I would get to the gym, do some cardio, or try to get a quick workout in. Um, you know, make sure I eat breakfast, get to work, um, work my schedule day. I have a whole schedule inside of that schedule. Uh, after work, I would, you know, try to take that me time and head straight to the gym again to get just me time to just focus on me, focus on what I need to do to increase my health, increase my body, increase, you know, just my mental my mental health mostly because I don't get a lot of time to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a big thing that I, uh, it's a big thing that I, I struggle with, you know, um, my heart's heavy on trying to keep my relationships with pe- people, even though I don't care about being around them. It, I don't mean that in a negative way, but I just, you know, I try to keep my relationship strong. I don't want to like distance myself because I, I just know how important relationships are in my life. So I could just imagine what they are and how I impact somebody else. Um, I always try to be you know, happy around people. I never try to be sad. I always try to bring their mood up. I always, you know, I'm one of them friends that I check on my strong friends. Definitely my black brothers that don't like to, just don't like to talk about their problems. I try to pry them out of them. I try to, you know, especially like the guys that grew up around me, I know a lot of them are, aren't emotionally intact, I guess you can say. Um, a lot of these guys want to bury their emotion, make it seem like they're always strong. I was like that for a while, but part of my routine every day, I try to reach out to like two or three of my my closest friends just to make sure that they're good. You know, even though we talk all the time, but I try to hit them on the side outside the group chat just to make sure to see where their mental space is, where their physical health is, like what's going on in their lives. Cause I know a lot of, a lot of us aren't asking our friends that, or even our family, mm-hmm. you know? So I try to do that. Um, then I get to the crib, you know, I take the dog for the walk, uh, try to kick with my mom, my brother, check on my niece, my nephews, um, my cousins, you know, try to catch, catch up with everyone. But mostly that's my, my, my routine during my work day. Um, on a weekend, I BS a lot. Um, I kind of like trying to chill. Um, like I was telling you yesterday off mic that yesterday I took a day off just to detether from everything. Because um, I'm attached to my phone. I'm attached to certain TV shows. I, it just was a day that I wanted to be with the lady, the family. My mom got breakfast. So we chilled. We ate. You know, took naps throughout the day. Went for a walk. Like it was just... A time to just detach from the world. I had very minimum time on the phone. Um, the only time I actually turned the TV on was when we was actually winding down for bed. But my normal routine is just is just regular. I try to keep up with it, um, you know, throughout the week. But I think on the weekends is where I lack most of it. But what happens with me is when I deviate off my plan, my whole day is gone. If I get off that routine, like, I'm completely out of it. Um, I don't know if that happens for you. You could talk on that. But... For me, like if I get off my plan, I, it's hard for me to play catch up because I, I fill my spaces up so thin. Like I don't take and say I got three objectives today. If I only do three objectives to me, I feel empty. I feel like I didn't do enough. I feel like I could have did more. But if, so me, I fill my schedule up maybe with 15 things, and I'd be like, all right, if I got 10 of these done, 
I kind of feel satisfied more than if I got the 15 done. So I, I try to make my goals really, really big. But a lot of it, a lot of times, unfeasible because I stretch myself way too thin. So if I get deviated off of it, like I just kind of draw a blank and just kind of wing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's like I try to keep my schedule really strict um, in regards to what I have for the day. Again, it's still flexible. Um, even like today, my schedule was a little thrown off because I got up at 5:30 instead of the time that I wanted to get up, which was 4:30. But it threw me off. So when I get home, I have to like you know, get some things done because I like to have them done in a certain order. But it does throw me off if I can't knock off everything on that that list. Um, But I've noticed that if I'm not so hard on myself and I shorten that list, I can accomplish more. Um, I won't be busy. It just goes back to being like focus. Because again, for me, I try to have, you know, a million things going on. But it's like you got to get that that laser focus. It's Mm -hmm. like um, even, you know, the track we was listening to working out, the track focus, you're like, you got to be a sniper. You need to just be locked in that on track one was deep thing. too. Et definitely, yeah, definitely that track was deep, and you got to really just be locked in on, on one thing where you just really focus. So for me, it's like, yo, what's that one thing that I know I got to get done? That's, I'm locked in on that, and just you know, be really good at um, getting better at that, and just getting better at my craft and whatever that is. So I try to make all of my tasks that I have to get done all or oriented around that one thing that i'm trying to focus on so what, what can you do to in, improve you know your goals and your daily routine i see the, i see the, i see where you, you're starting to lead this but i want to make sure that you talk to our listeners and let them know like how you see self-improvement and where you need to prove that and reflect on do you write them down do you keep a mental note do you put like how, how do you see a failure or something that you see a gap in your routine and how do you increase it i mean fix it uh, for me, it's like I don't, I don't necessarily see a failure. Um, at first, it was like a feeling that I would have before going to bed where I was like, man, I feel so unaccomplished. So for me, um, it started out writing things down that I needed to get done, um, which helps. But then I had to start writing like, all right, by what time do I want to have this done? And that helped even more. Like, all right, by 12 noon, I need to have these three things done. Like, it's not even optional. And I stopped giving myself an option. And then also... Um, I started to think about the things that I didn't want. So a lot of people, you know, they have their their goal list and things like that. But then it's like, what are the things that you're not going to do today? All right, I'm not going to sit in front of the TV for three hours. All right, I'm not going to, you know, do this at this time and and lay down for for another three hours and waste time. I'm not going to snack on this today. And I feel like when you set those type of boundaries of the things you're not going to do, it makes it a little easier for the things that you need to get done. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, I try to focus on that and, you know, one of my goals when I get back to the house is like, look, I ain't about this. I'm not going to sit in front of the TV for two hours and have it on while I'm trying to work. Like I I need to be in a place where I can really work and focus. And then I can come back if I want to catch a movie or something, I can do that. But this has to get done first. Like these Mm -hmm. things are optional. So I feel like writing things down, you know, having a structure to where it's like, look, by this time, this needs to be done, not up for debate. Um, that I have you kind of moving forward a little bit better. And then also um, writing down the things that you don't want to do or you don't want to happen. You know what I'm saying? Writing down the things that you're not going to allow to happen and then doing the complete opposite. I feel like that's a powerful uh, motivator right there. I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely 100% agree with that. Yeah. So can I ask you a question real quick? Mm-hmm. Yo, are you proud of... <clears throat> excuse me, what you're doing with your heart and your time right now? 
for me, I'm extremely proud of, of what I'm doing um, because I feel like I, I'm in a position to be a blessing to so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's financially. Sometimes it's um, through, you know, videos, podcasts. Sometimes it's just being a, a listening ear. You know, I had an individual friend of mine reach out to me and just wanted to vent. And, I, you know, I didn't even have to say much. It's just kind of like, yo, you feel comfortable enough that you can you, you can get this off of you and tell it and share it with me. So for me, I'm, I'm extremely happy about what I'm doing. Um, and for me, it's just staying consistent. And then also being in that position to where it's like, I'm just trying to be a blessing in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So I, that, that's what makes my heart, like, really just warm and inside. And, and um, it just lets me know that I'm, I'm moving in the right direction. Because when I'm in that position, when I'm in that mindset of, like, look, I'm just trying to bless people any way I can. You know, when I have it with whatever I have, it's like I get more of whatever that thing was. You know what I'm saying? I'll get more money. I'll get more attention. I'll get more love. And it's like, all right, man, this is great because I'm being a good steward over what I have. And it's putting me in a position, again, to just be a blessing. So even with the things that I'm creating, yeah, some stuff is, you know, you need to make a profit. We need to make money right now during these times. We need to have money away. But it's like, man, that feeling of giving, man, it's, it's incredible. And I'm noticing that the more that I give, um, obviously, you know, thinking things through and being smart about what I'm giving. But the more that I'm in the mindset of giving, it's almost like the more I get. And it just like yeah. flows through me. So karma, good karma, man. Yeah, gotta, that's what it is. It's like the more I give, it's like I'm not tripping off what I give. Like I'm not stressed. Like oh, I just lost that. It's like no, I just invested that, and so I just planted a seed in somebody. Um, you know, so for me, I, I'm loving it right now. For me, I can say that uh, where my heart is, I 100%. I'm proud of it. Um, I've come a long way in the last couple years of about being unselfish with uh, my time, unselfish with the amount of money I have, unselfish with the giving part. But um, as of like recently, um, I'm not proud of my time because I allot so much and I stretch myself so thin. Um, That really, really aggravates me sometimes. I can't give all my time and devotion to other things that I wanna do, more importantly than to what other people want to do. I know that's a problem that, like I said, that I have, but when it comes to it, I, I need to be more concerned about me and be more selfish with my time because I'm, I'm not selfish with my time at all. Um, definitely with the time now that I need to devote a lot of time to, you know, prepping for my wedding, which is in less than 90 days. Um, you know, hopefully God willing that, you know, we get through this whole situation you got going on now. But I, I need to more, be more selfish with me. I devote so much time to you know, everything outside of my life that's kind of, like, not important. Mm-hmm. Like E said, sometimes you just got to, like, my job pays me a certain amount of money. Like, if you aren't benefiting me somewhere or another in life, like, you got to, char- I got to charge you for my time. Like, it got to be, or I got to just let you go because it's, it's not worth it. Um, it's, it's crazy because I kind of, like I said, I just devote so much time to other people and other things that I, I could be doing more. Like, um, I could be writing more. I could be reading more. I could be, you know, just working on, you know, things with my fiance as far as our relationship. We want to better our relationship in so many different ways that both of us are super busy. So for me, I need to devote time on just being more mature with with things like that. You know, like instead of just building so much around me, how about I start building from the inside out? 
So that's what comes to that when it comes to, uh, like I said, I'm proud of where my heart is, but where my time is right now, I'm kind of, kind of low on that that end. And I, I see the improvements. I see the improvements. I see what I need to do, and I started doing it a lot this week. Like, I I, I literally untether myself from my phone a lot now. Mm-hmm. Um, within the last couple of weeks, like I saw, like every Sunday, I get an update on my phone saying, like, "Hey, use this much screen time." Oh, and and I look at what it is. My a lot of my screen time does go to my my YouTube, uh, viewership. That's where a lot of mine's go. And to that's YouTube. because I wa- I watch YouTube more than I listen to music, and a lot of times I I'll just throw it on to something just because I I like to learn, and I'm a, a I'm a visual learner more than a a vocal learner, so I listen to podcasts. Yes, but if I can watch your podcast on YouTube, or if I can, because I like to see the motion with what goes on, but even like I watch stuff on animals i watch stuff on you know ancient civilizations different leaders and mm-hmm. you know i still keep up with my my superhero and comic book stuff on there so that's where my viewership goes to but when it comes to like the social media i've noticed a drastic change like uh i look at it throughout the day like during my lunch break or if i'm just got a slow time at work but off of work like if i'm if i don't have nothing important to do i kind of just like not play on social media, I'd rather just watch a YouTube video or something like that instead. So I see, I see where my adjustments need to be done. It's just staying on par and keeping up with it. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, I use a lot of you. I watch YouTube on our TV because we got the app. Same. I watch it at home. It's like I won't stick. turn to the cable until like you know, Tamara's home. But when I'm home by myself, I'll be like literally watching YouTube on the TV because it's just bigger than my phone. So for me, I actually enjoy it. But um. I actually need to do that today to like untap. Obviously, I got some stuff to get done when I get home, but I need to just untap. My phone get a lot of I just notifications, people texting me and all that. I, cur- I turned a lot of that off. The only but notifications I, need to, I have is text. Well, I don't I don't get anything, but it's just like I've been checking it a lot. So mm-hmm. for me today, I think that's what I'm gonna do. Um, got a few things to get done, but it, you definitely got to disconnect for a while. So I'm gonna disconnect and probably you know maybe watch something, listen to something, or just work on something, but. That disconnect time is crucial, man. You you never realize how much you can get done or how productive or how present you can be until you actually disconnect. And at first, it's difficult because you're always searching for it. But for me, um, it works, man. So every so often, I'll disconnect. Even I'll, you know, sometimes I'll do a fast for seven days or 21 days where I'm not on it at all. And um, it feels weird almost getting back on it sometimes. So that disconnect is... Um, is much needed, especially during this time. You know, obviously, stay up to date on your news, knowing what's going on, but don't get consumed in it. And, you know, because it's going to overwhelm you at some point. Um, again, stay informed, but just don't be consumed because mm-hmm. the, the news today, the media today, especially what's going on right now, man, you'll think the world about to blow up tonight. It's, it's a lot more things going on in this world that no one's paying attention to besides the coronavirus so definitely educate yourself on other things outside of what's going on just be be a like use your time wisely like you said just be just educate yourself on what's going on like all, all the way around because this coronavirus is crazy but there's other things going on too but we're coming That's up on the conclusion of our pod of episode 025 at this moment we'd like to give a moment of silence to those we have lost since our last podcast from uh, Micah Tennant, who we lost last year, uh, right before Thanksgiving, to David Stern, to Kobe Bryant, to Gigi Bryant, <sighs> Pop Smoke, uh, Juice World. We've lost so many. I, I re- recently, about a month ago, lost my uh, my uncle. Mm. Um, so I just give a quick moment of silence to everyone that we lost.
if I forgot your name or just on the spot, like, um, just know that I'm, I'm praying for all the families out there. Um, I'm devoted to, you know, making sure you guys see that, you know, these people mean something to someone else. I just want to let you guys know that. So just make sure, you know, that you're telling everyone you love them because tomorrow's never promised. So let's give them a quick moment of silence. All right, and that's the conclusion of our podcast. I want to leave y'all with a quote to think about until our next one or until next week. And the quote is, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. And that's come from the great Maya Angelou. We love y'all. like that. Like I said, everyone's in my prayers and everything. Um, but until next time, we'll holla at y'all. Peace. So stay tuned for the next episode. This is Nate, Tone, and Les coming to you live from the new OG's podcast. From the south side of Jersey, ain't no place like home. Where either they 9 to 5 and they're packing the crones from else to the dome. In the league of my own, the fine line between organic and clone. From the south side of Jersey, ain't no place like home. Where either they 9 to 5 and they're packing the crones from else to the dome. For me, I took a different route. But God's grace, I figured out.